Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX is The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Where's Mommy? Where's Aunt Effie? In the other bedroom. Aunt Effie's writing postcards, and Mommy's working in a master of England or something. Is that Daddy? Oh, for Pete's sake, don't oh, you two do anything except wash clothes? I can't even <laughs> can't even walk through this bathroom without getting strangled. <laughs> Listen, Aunt Effie and I want to rent a car and drive to Stratford on Avon Oh, here. look, I, I... I know you can't go with us. I know you're in England on business, but we've been in London two weeks. And we've seen all the main points of interest. And we thought, if you didn't mind, I will only be gone two or three days. Wait a minute, will you? No, no, let someone tell you about I want Betsy to see Shakespeare's birthplace and Anne Hathaway's cottage and maybe even a Shakespearean play at the theater. Yes, I think those things are a must on our travel list. Uh Betsy would remember them all her life. Yes, they may be a must, but the point is... I have it all mapped out Uh here. On the way, we'd see many other places, too, you know, like Kenilworth Castle and Selgrave Manor. That's where George Washington's grandfather was born. <laughs> we'll see Oxford, and we'll go through Banbury, where the Banbury Cross is. You know, <laughs> and the Mother Goose Ride. Yes, Ride the cock horse, the Banbury <laughs> Cross. You see a fine lady <laughs> upon the white horse. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. honey, I wish you could come with us, too, now, honey. Come with you. Yeah, look, yeah. I hate to say this, but you are not going, either. What do you mean? Well, I have been trying to tell you. I mean, we're leaving England tomorrow. Yes, leaving England, so you better start packing. We're leaving for Paris tomorrow. Could be those mysterious sneezes that have been plaguing someone you know aren't a summer cold, but allergies. It's a fact. Anyone can become allergic to pollens in the air at any time. Pollens that don't bother most of us are a very real irritant to many. It's also a fact that one of the commonest of the pollen irritants, ragweed, is currently annoying millions. There's a great deal of misinformation around about allergies. If sniffles and sneezes, coughs and wheezes are affecting anyone you know right at this time of the year, why not do that someone a real favor? Why not send for a free booklet, new and up-to-date, circulated as a public service by the Allergy Foundation of America? Simply send the name and address of any sufferer to Box 
1005, New York, 17, New York. And that free booklet will be on its way. There's nothing to pay. Just send a postcard to Box 1005, New York, 17, New York. For sufferers from hay fever and other allergies, this booklet may prove the key to welcome relief. You might as well stop going on about it. We... Well, dear, to leave England without seeing Stratford on Avon. I'm in just... Europe on business, do you remember? You and Aunt Effie knew that when you planned to come along. Well, why can't we take our Stratford trip and then come over and meet you in Paris? Oh, no, yes, no, yes, no nothing. Do... Look, I want all three of you where I can keep my eyes on. Oh, oh. honestly, you think we were two years old? Well... And I really do believe, dear, that Aunt Effie and I are quite capable of... Only yes, last but... week Aunt Effie got lost in London oh, for five well, hours. Oh, she wasn't really lost. She just kept getting the wrong button. Yeah, yeah. Look, you you can't keep the money exchange straight, so you've already spent about six times yeah, as much right, as you would... Right. Look, I have it straight now. Yeah. I carry this little money converter booklet with me everywhere. Oh, Daddy, great. please, I want to see Bambury Cross. Well, darling, yes. <laughs> I guess you'll live without seeing Bambury Cross. May I ask where you located a 15th century suit of armor? What do you mean? Isn't that what Mr. Wigglefoot commissioned you to find in England? For some client of his in Texas, he even sent you a cable to that. Yeah, well, his client in Texas is out of luck. That's all. Look, I did the best I could. Uh, I mean, authentic 15th century suits of armor don't grow on trees. I mean, they're in museums. Well, when you called all the way across the ocean to tell Mr. Wigglefoot that, didn't he say you had to find one? Mr. Wigglefoot reminded you of his motto, nothing is impossible, right, I believe. Look, I will simply explain. That's yes, well, when I met Mr. Wigglefoot, he struck me as a man who doesn't want excuses. He wants you to deliver the goods. Well, I... Well, what do you expect me to do? Mr. Yarborough here at our agency just laughed when I told him what the boss wanted. Mr. Yarborough Mr. also Yarborough. said you might find one in a private castle where the family still lived in it. Or the manor houses. That's the way a first folio Shakespeare was found, dear. And, 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 and the Boswell papers just lying in an old trunk in an attic in some castle. Well, I don't happen to know anybody who's got a suit of armor just lying in an old trunk in an attic. I'm certainly not going to drive around England pounding on castle doors. There are over 400 castles. I don't even know where to begin. Don't you think that if you took two days and we all drove to Stratford, which is about 100 miles from London, mm-hmm. we might pass the manor houses or castles? Oh, look. You could at least tell Mr. Wigglefoot that you tried everything. She is right. Now, furthermore, I have one of my my premonitions. Oh, Jan, Effie. I do. I do. I have a premonition you're going to find one. Even if you don't find one, it would be very impressive to be able to say to Mr. Wigglefoot, well, I spoke to the Duke of Bedford, and he was very sorry, but... <laughs> oh, no, don't be silly. I'm not going around knocking on castle doors, well, I we tell can't you. leave England. We just can't without seeing Stratford on Avon. I know. Ever. I know that you would like to see the Shakespeare country. Well, and... it isn't only that, dear. Well, we haven't delivered the watermelon pickles. Oh, I, I knew it. I knew there was some idiotic reason why. I, I should don't have known think what it's it was. Idiotic. No. I told, told that Mrs. Blake. Watermelon we were, pickle. Now, listen, I told that Mrs. Blake that when we were in England, we would be sure to stop and say hello to her folks. Look, they, they live darn near the Scottish border. Right? No, no. We looked it up. The Kenways live about 100 miles north of Stratford, and it would just be a lovely drive through the English countryside. And after we've been mm-hmm. to Stratford, I'll call Mrs. Kenway and say we're just stopping by sometime that day in order to say hello. Boy, I knew when you said you were bringing those watermelon pickles all the way to England, it was going to be nothing but trouble. So far, that sticky juice has leaked out all over Honey, everything. Honey, now look, Mrs. Blake's parents are poor. She's worried about them. She said they were having such a hard time. Don't you think it would be nice of us just to stop and pay a friendly visit? 
She said her mother loved pickles, and she knew she'd never tasted watermelon pickles. I thought it would be a friendly Anglo-American gesture. Oh, something very right, nice. All right, all right, all right. I might have known we'll all take the Stratford trip and we'll leave the pickles at the Kenway's. The truth is, Mr. Yarbrough did suggest that I might see some antique dealers in Birmingham for that suit of armor, and I thought, well, why bother? Oh. However, we can stop there on our way oh, north, you honey. never know. Especially since Aunt Effie's had a premonition. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful, Dick. That's wonderful. Well, I better drop a line to the Paris office, tell them to expect me later on in the week. I'll do that now, I'll do that now. Then when I get down to the lobby to mail it, I'll tell them we're checking out early tomorrow morning... Have them, uh, you know, have them get our bill ready. All right, dear. And all right. I would appreciate yeah. it if you girls would pack your suitcases today. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Not wait until tomorrow morning. No, no, we will. We'll start right now. And if you bring your dresses in and put them on my bed here so I can put them in our joint yes, clothes sorry, pack, yes. you know. And I'll take down the washing in here, too. It's dry. And, Betsy, you better get your things together, all your souvenirs and your, your coloring book and crayons and put them in your little suitcase. Now, you write your letter to the parents' office. Yeah. Here. Betsy helps me pack. I'm going to go on telling her about Midsummer Night's Dream. That's what's playing at the Stratford Theater. Won't Betsy love it, darling? Yeah, she can make head or tail of it. I never could. Oh, hot Midsummer Night's Dream. It's charming. It's perfect for children. I'm so glad that's what's playing. I thought I'd tell her about it before we got there. Yeah, well, you better tell me about it, too. How do you remember it so well? Well, I played in it in high school. (laughs) Only thing I was ever in. Dorothy Pennington, I think, was Queen Titania. And Marion New was King O'Brien, and I was Puck. I had the last speech of the whole thing. Something like, gentles do not reprehend. If you pardon, we will mend or something like that. And I forgot it. Everybody was loudly whispering the next lines at me from the sides. Oh, Oz, I thought I'd die. You were mommy with wings? Well, I had wings, dear, but we didn't really fly. Now, where were we? Where's Mama telling about? Oh, yes, the play takes place in Athens, a Greek city. And Aegeus wanted his daughter Hermia to marry Demetrius. But she was in love with Lysander. Well, in those days, there was a law that said you had to marry who your daddy wanted you to marry, or else your daddy could have you put to death. That sounds to me like a hot place for children. Well, it's what the plot is based on, dear. Now, when Hermia told Lysander she'd have to marry Demetrius or be put to death, Lysander suggested they meet in the woods near his aunt's house and be secretly married. Well, Hermia agreed, but she told this to her friend Helena, who was in love with Demetrius. But Demetrius was in love with Hermia, really. Oh, boy, I'm yeah. lost already. I oh, I'm telling Betsy, not you, anyhow. You write your letter. <laughs> oh, don't pack that suit of mine. I'm going to wear it in the car. Oh, all right. The I'll car? Oh, I'll my gosh. Look, if we're going to rent a car, I'd better do that right now. All right, dear. Oh, golly, I hope I can rent one at the last minute like this. All right, all right. Now, don't look so worried. I'll do the best I can. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. New and delightful. Those adjectives were never more aptly applied than as descriptives for the CBS Radio Network's brand new daytime panel go round, Funny Side Up. Hermione Gingold, Kenny Delmar, and Parker Fennelly star. Holding down a threesome like London born Hermione, the darling of the music halls, and Kenny Delmar and Parker Fennelly, graduate of Allen's Alley, is a man sized job. Keep your funny side up every weekday with this delightful new comedy show. CBS Radio's Funny Side Up. This new comedy panel show takes its place in the CBS Radio daytime family of hits. Joining shows like Art Linkletter's House Party and Pat Buttram's Just Entertainment. Always a grab bag of listening surprises. Art Linkletter's madcap Hollywood house parties are always among the liveliest fair on the air before dark. And Pat Buttram's Monday through Friday excursions in humor and song make Just Entertainment just that for all takers. So lend an ear weekdays and we'll fill it with a new Funny Side Up. 
House Party, Just Entertainment, and the rest of the best from CBS Radio. Hey, what did you all do? Order everything on the breakfast menu every single morning? I was hungry. Mommy said I could have anything I wanted if I ate it. Hmm. What's the matter, dear? I didn't even know you were back. You've been gone ages. Couldn't you rent a car? Look, look at this, will you? I had the hotel make up our bill. Look at these breakfast charges. Here are the individual bills. Bacon, eggs, ham and eggs, omelets, roast beef. Roast beef and potatoes. It was cold roast beef. We thought we'd try, but yes. I can't see why. Try it? Yes. We tried everything, even kippers. Yes. Kippers. Isn't that what they call them? Kippers? Kippers, yes. And we tried the kidneys, and one morning we had lamb chops. Well, that's what, what we've been saying. The breakfast and England are just marvelous. <laughs> Didn't you try anything? Yes, dear, as long as it was all free. Free? Yes. Free? Yes. Well, you said our breakfast were included in the room rate. Well, you said that was the European style. Fruit, toast, and a beverage. That's all. Anything else that's ordered is extra and is charged. Why, oh, of course. Yeah, you you didn't want to tell us. Go down there every morning to the hotel dining room and eat like pigs because you thought it was all free. Well, well Bailey, I wish you wouldn't use a vulgar expression like all that. Right, all right, all right, all right. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I, I know, I told well, you. Well, if you did, I forgot. I just remembered you said it was included. Oh. Well, all right. From now on, we'll remember. I'm saying that traveling's really an experience, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, did you rent a car? Yeah, it'll be here at the hotel in the morning. Oh, I bet that'll be an experience too. And Evie and I were just saying. <laughs> Why? Why? With the steering wheel on the right side of the car, and then having to drive on the left side of the road the way they do here in England. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you knew that. We commented on what Yes, we... I know. I forgot about it. All right, I just forgot it. <laughs> well, I... don't worry about no. it. It'll be oh. fun. You know, new experience. Come on, Annie. Now, let's finish taking right. I'm going to put fun, you in my... Huh? Oh, now, let me I'll see. I'm driving on the left now, side of the road. The car's coming toward me. <laughs> The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunch with Margaret Hamilton and Francie Myers and is produced by Walter Hart.